Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it's my joy to share with you an insight for the day. You know, the most revitalizing moments in life are those that return you again to a childlike excitement. This is the joy of kingdom living, and it's the spiritual currency that affords us every good reality. To sit in awe and to inhabit wonder is one of life's most generous gifts, but too often it falls on some of life's most stubborn recipients, us. You know, we're so busy and we're so preoccupied with routine and so caught up in the rat race of modern living where your intentional thoughts, your conscious reality takes a back seat to the subconscious body that's in zombie mode carrying out the routine. You know, wake up, go to work, take a break, finish work, go to dinner, homework, laundry, all the stuff, you know, and for many it's, it's all necessary by the way, but when it robs you of a moment to simply feel again and, and smile again and laugh again, it begins to feel all but necessary. And you know, in the process of all of our doings, sometimes even when things seem to be going well, naturally speaking, we're often painfully underwhelmed. The things we once idolized as the pinnacle of success don't give us that same satisfaction you know, we once imagined that we would feel in our head when we dreamt of the career opportunities and all the achievements. I found his mercy always brings us back to the most original truth and really back to the core realization of the Christian walk. And it's the realization that it's all for nothing if it's not with him. And that's a sobering thought. It shatters the, uh, the, the beer goggles of adulthood and, and, and shatters that, um, you know, that facade of, of, of what happiness should be. And the realization really enables us to see clearly again, like children, and behold what's always been most beautiful in life. Our Father, His creation, His design, His smile, the, the simple thought even that I'm His child. I am his son. God is my father. He loves me more than I could ever imagine. And I exist to steep in the glory of his timeless presence. It's so good, uh, you know, to, to come back to these things. And, and Yeshua reveals that this state of existence, this childlike posture, this childlike wonder, simple fascination, it's one that really, it acts as this agent of, activation when it comes to heaven's secrets. In fact, uh, Apostle Damon Thompson teaches that, that Yeshua went so far to take that posture that he continually called the Father Abba. You know, not Yahweh, not even God. He used such a childlike term in the, in the Hebrew culture to describe this sovereign, undisputed, uncreated being who initiated the entire cosmos. He called him Abba. And, uh, and I think that's amazing. Let me read you this scripture uh, before I continue going too far here. In Matthew 11, Yeshua says this awesome thing in Matthew chapter 11, um, and I want to read it to you. It says this, Then Yeshua exclaimed, 
Father, thank you, for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth, and you have hidden the great revelation of your authority from those who are proud and think they are wise, and unveiled it instead to little children. Yes, Father, you've chosen this gracious plan to extend your kingdom. You have entrusted me with all that you are and all that you have. And it's this powerful scripture where he's teaching about the fact that a childlike posture is not something of immaturity that's not rewarded. It's, in fact, a childlike posture is one that is rewarded even more so than a posture of a scholastic approach to God or some academic culturally mature, like we, what, like what we might call it. And, and I love how it leads to this. A little bit further down in this passage, he says this, Are you weary? Are you carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. And in this passage, um, that begins with him really revealing this reward of childlike posture and leading into this beautiful revelation of his rest. I love how he's referring to himself as a child by, by reminding everyone that he is taking the position of son. You know, saying no one intimately knows the father except the son. The child, the one who with wonder gazes upon his father, who you know, has a seat of proximity near him, who a son has a place in his father's home. And it's a place of intimate relationship where all things are accessible, where the father's lap is literally your throne. Yeshua reveals that this posture is what reveals the father, not the studying, not the priesthood, not the scholastic approach, not the ritual not even the culturally mature thing. It's the child. And that's what I want to be. I want to be like a child, and I want to remain like a child. You know, this reminds me of um, this weekend I, I experienced this burst of childlike excitement as I was just hanging out around the house, having some coffee, spending time with my kids, laughing, um, just enjoying letting electric joy be the anthem of our day. And, uh, and I almost stumbled across this, um, this thing. It's a small thing. In fact, it was completely unintentional to come across it, but it was so well-timed and I, it was so deeply felt. I read, I, I picked up a Passion Translation Bible and just started reading through the footnotes in one of my favorite passages, which is John chapter one. And you know, in this passage, when John the Immerser issues forth this cosmic announcement to the culture that the, that the Lamb of God had come onto the scene, when he says, you know, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. When scripture says that he saw the dove descend upon Christ and remain, Dr. Simmons' commentary in the Passion Translation states that this was not just any dove. <laughs> this, is, this is where it gets cool. But that it points to the same dove Noah released from the ark, the one that never returned. And so we've been taught for years that because the floodwaters um, had subsided, that the dove simply found somewhere to land and just didn't fly back. However, the dove's role in the grand narrative is much more calculated 
and it expresses this beautiful allegory. And the footnote said that the dove released from Noah's ark, open quote, flew throughout history over Abraham and the patriarchs and over the prophet and the prophets and kings. And it finally found somewhere worthy to land when it found the man who emerged in the wilderness carrying the life of heaven. It wasn't just a dove is what this is saying. It was the dove. And to me, the wildest part is that Noah released, if you go back in, in scripture, you'll find that Noah released this from where the ark had, um, had come to rest from an ancient mountain that is literally called Ararat. And that means the curse is reversed. And so the dove re-entering the narrative at the baptism of Yeshua expresses this allegory of, um, of, of predetermined of the predetermined outcome of his ministry, even before, before it even started. And it's not that that outcome was not that the curse will be reversed, but that the curse has been reversed. So i this is one of those things. It's a little thing. I, it was kind of this moment of my day where I wasn't caught up in the routine. I wasn't subject to the monotony of the this and that and this and that schedule, the one thing to a next type thing. It was from a moment where I picked up a Bible and I just began almost playfully reading through some footnotes, just 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 reading footnotes. And this this thing just struck me and it made me feel like I was falling in love with Yahweh again and how well he he has woven together the scriptures and woven together this narrative of the greatest love story ever told. So I say all of that to say this, make it a point. And I mean, put a great measure of effort toward interrupting your daily life, the monotony of your routine. Um, just shatter it with a moment where you find something for 30 seconds for one minute for five minutes whatever something that invokes a sense of childlike wonder stop thinking about finances for a minute stop thinking about your problems stop thinking about what you have to do at a certain time later in the day think about think about what his throne looks like stop everything and 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 just think about what's happening in the heavenly landscape at this very moment where he is seated you know, stop driving for a minute, pull over maybe and, and look at that sunrise or stare at that sunset for a minute. You know, stop jumping from one thing to the next without just doing something, taking a walk, you know, g- grab your wife's face and just stop for a minute to look into her eyes and see the face of God, you know, just destroy your distractions with And when I say distractions, I mean the day-to-day things that distract you from the bigger picture. Destroy those distractions with this intentional adventure. Just set yourself to go on an adventure. Journey with him in your moment, and even just within the context of your thoughts and your imagination. Um, You know, dream with him and, and adventure into the beauty of his face again. And as you do that, as you set yourself to, to have that childlike adventure, sense of adventure and curiosity and, and posture of the heart, you will find that your life, that it will just ignite you and your life will be like a fire on the altar that never burns out. 
So I pray that this blesses you today. I pray that this message of childlike wonder, of childlike excitement, um, and it just stirs in you a passion again to see him, to simply interrupt your day with, um, with an adventure with him, a micro-adventure in your day where you just see his face, where you ask him a question, where you read a footnote, where you talk to a stranger, whatever it may be, where you, you find yourself doing these things to invoke a sense of childlike wonder. I believe he's going to reward that greatly, and it's going to bless you beyond your wildest imagination. So I just declare blessings over you, grace immeasurable, transcendent peace over, over you and your family and in your, your marriages and your children and your generations. I look forward to speaking to you in a future podcast. Shalom.